0: Welcome to Neon City Where the lights are bright But darkness looms Where Detective Jack Tracer Spends his evenings investigating The strange, eerie And
1: unknown What secrets lay hidden Just beyond the street lamps Find Out on Neon Nights The Arcane Files of Jack Tracer
0: Christmas, a time of celebration and merriment, exchanging gifts with loved ones, sipping cider in front of a warm fireplace, and singing carols until the wee hours of the night. A night where so many celebrate the love of their family and friends that enrich their lives. But for Jack Tracer, it's just another lonely night, in another dingy bar, sipping cheap whiskey while trying to forget the past. This particular Christmas Eve, Jack found the bar empty, except
1: for one lone stranger. You know, I hoped I'd be alone here tonight. It's been an interesting few weeks, and I was planning a quiet evening of fogging up my brain. But I gotta say, it's nice to have some company for a change. Cheers. Ah, Christmas. You know, it used to be one of my favorite holidays. No matter how screwed up life was, it was the one day a person could feel safe and loved. What changed that? Well, <laughs> that's a hell of a story. One you're probably not going to believe, but since I'm four whiskeys deep and I don't have much to care about these days, I'll tell you. I'm a uh, detective, you see. A a detective who always finds himself dealing with out-of-the-ordinary cases. They seem to stick to me like a wad of gum on the bottom of an old shoe. And sometimes, they stick a little too hard. It was December 23rd. I had recently left the police department and struck out on my own as a private detective. It was the first Christmas in my new office, and I was putting the finishing touches on my holiday decorations when there was a knock on my door. It's open.
2: Hello? Are you Jack Tracer, the detective? I am. My name is Jacob, and I need your help.
1: Well, then you're in the right place. Come in, have a seat. All right, kid, what seems to be the issue?
2: (laughs) It's kind of hard to believe.
1: I haven't seen a few things in my day, so why don't you try me?
2: I want you to find a monster.
1: A monster? Yes, sir. You want me to find a monster? Yes. All right, kid. Who put you up to this? No one. Was it the guys down at the precinct? The precinct? Well, thanks for stopping by. As you can see, I'm a busy guy, and I've got a lot on my plate.
2: Wait, Mr. Tracer, the children at the orphanage are in danger.
1: Easy, kid. That ain't no joke matter. This
2: is no joke. Someone, something is taking them. All right. Slow down.
1: Tell me exactly what is going on.
2: I was eight years old when my parents were killed in a car accident. I
1: didn't have any other family
2: that could take care of me, so they sent me to the Greenbrier Home for Lost Souls. I was so nervous, I had never been away from home before. The men from the state dropped me off and left me with Mother Superior. She runs the orphanage. She, she, was, she was scary at first, but the longer I was there, the I realized how well she took care of us. We were always well-fed, and we had plenty of playtime between our studies. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Till my first Christmas there. I noticed that all the kids were acting weird. Not like in the, you won't get any presents from Santa sort of way that most kids get before Christmas. It was, it was more like they were scared. When I asked why, they told me it was because of the Krampus.
1: The Krampus? What the hell is a Krampus?
2: He's, he's like the mean Santa. He's a big, hairy monster with giant claws and horns like a goat. Mother Superior said he steals boys and girls who have been bad. He throws them in a big sack and drags them into the woods.
1: Kid, that sounds like the kind of crap that adults feed the kids to keep them straight.
2: I thought it was silly, too. Until Sid. Who, Sid? Sid was the new kid at the orphanage. He was older than most of us and, and mean, too. He was only there for a couple of days when he started bullying and pushing everyone around. One night, Mother Superior caught him holding a kid's head in the toilet. She gave him the paddle and locked him in his room.
1: A swirly, huh? That's rough.
2: Later that night, after everyone had gone to sleep, I heard a noise in the hallway. I peeked out and saw Sid's door was cracked open. I snuck into his room, but Sid was gone. When I walked over to his bed, I saw claw marks on his bedpost and a big clump of black hair on the floor. Before I could scream for help, there was a noise outside. I, I ran to the window and saw what looked like a big animal going into the woods. It was dragging something behind it. I think it was Sid. I, 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 I was so scared, I ran back to my room and hid under my covers. I didn't sleep at all. The next morning, I told Mother Superior what I saw, and she told me I probably had a nightmare, and that Sid had been taken to another orphanage because of his behavior. Then she sent me on my way.
1: I think I'll have to go along with Mother Superior on this one. Now, if you'll excuse me. It
2: wasn't a dream! It was real! And Sid wasn't the only one. What do you mean? After Sid, other kids started disappearing too year after year all taken in the middle of the night it was the Krampus I know it was I wrote and called the police but no one would believe me I finally turned 18 last week and could go out on my own and now I'm looking for some help so other kids don't get hurt the police still think I'm crazy and that that's when I found your name in the phone book please Mr. Tracer those kids need your help
1: <sighs> alright kid Let's say I believe you enough to take this case. How the hell do you expect to pay me? I doubt you have a job, and I'm pretty sure you can't pay my bills with pocket lint and tinker toys. Once I turned 18,
2: I was able to collect my inheritance from my parents, so I have some money. I could pay you $200. Please, just go to the orphanage and check it out. It's so close to Christmas. There's no telling how many of the children have been taken.
1: so I headed out to the orphanage. I sure as hell didn't believe that load about a Krampus, but if something was happening to these kids and they were disappearing, something needed to be done. Besides, rent was due, and I was low on cash. It was almost dark when I pulled down the gravel drive of the Greenbrier Home for Lost Souls. It was an old mansion about an hour or so outside the city. It looked a little run down, but it wasn't nothing a little paint and a good landscaper couldn't fix. I knew I couldn't just announce I was a detective. On the slim chance something wasn't on the level, I'd get nowhere fast. Luckily for me, this wasn't my first rodeo. Standing in the doorway was one of the biggest men I had ever seen. He had to duck down when he stepped onto the porch and was as wide as a truck. You could show a movie on this guy's forehead. The way he stared at me with those dead eyes and slack jaw, I could tell that this one was a few cards short of a full deck. Ver bist du? Excuse me? Who are you? Oh, I'm uh, I'm Jack Tracer with the State Inspection's Office. Mother Superior, say nothing about inspection. It's our annual surprise inspection. I no like surprises. Dita, who is it? Inspector here.
0: Oh. Guten tag. I am Mother Superior. May we help you?
1: Good evening. I'm Jack Tracer with the State Inspection's Office. I'm here to conduct the annual surprise inspection.
0: Surprise inspection? But we've never had one of those.
1: It's something new the state is doing. You should have received a letter about it.
0: I never received such a letter. Do you have any paperwork?
1: Uh, Yes, ma'am. Here you go.
0: Hmm. Well, it seems everything is in order. Dieter, please make sure everything is prepared for dinner.
1: Unser order die kinder? Unser. Ja, mother Ober.
0: Now, Herr Tracer, follow me.
1: I was glad to see that I hadn't lost my touch in forging documents. When you're undercover, that bit can go sideways real fast. We started with a tour of the house. Mother Superior was surprisingly cordial and welcoming. She was one of those women who had a tough exterior but give off the kind of soothing warmth that made you want to hug your grandmother. Not sure how that kid could have thought that she was up to something, so far. I hadn't seen anything that seemed off, except maybe that skyscraper that answered the door. We were wrapping up the tour of the kids' rooms when a scream echoed in the hallway.
2: Ah, uh, Stop it, Randall, Stop it! Uh,
0: Randall, That is enough. Take off that horrid mask and leave Amanda alone. I didn't mean nothing by it. I was just playing. What if I told you about being a bad boy this close to Christmas? If I'm bad, the Krampus will get me? That's right. He'll come right out of those woods and take you away in his sack.
1: The Krampus.
0: You are familiar with the Krampus, Herr Tracer?
1: I've heard a little bit about it. Don't you think it's a bit much for these kids?
0: It's no different than telling them Santa Claus is real. And when you have this many children to care for, you take all of the help you can to keep them in line. Now, Amanda, please go clean up for dinner. Randall, you come with me. Please excuse me, Herr Tracer. I will be back in a moment. Let's go, Randall.
1: Amanda, huh? I'm Jack. Hi. You don't believe in all this cramp of stuff, do you?
2: Oh, he's real, mister. He's big and scary and he's real.
1: Have you ever seen it?
2: A few nights ago. I saw it out my window. It it took Stephanie from down the hall.
1: Can you show me to her room?
2: Yeah, come on.
0: That one was her bed.
1: I wasn't even sure what I was looking for. So far, this case was going nowhere fast. If anything had actually happened, a whole week had passed and any evidence would be long gone. But since I was there, I thought it couldn't hurt to give it a quick once-over. Had to hurry before Mother Superior came back. Nothing seemed suspicious until they flipped back the sheets. And there, snagged on a chip in the bed frame, was a long, dark, coarse hair. Amanda, what color hair does Stephanie have?
0: Blonde. Why? Herr Tracer, what are you doing in here?
1: Oh, um, uh, Amanda was just helping me out with the tour.
0: Amanda, I thought I told you to get cleaned up for dinner. Yes, Mother
2: Superior. Goodbye, Mr. Jack.
1: Well, I think that just about does it for the tour. Everything seems to be up to code. I'll just need to double-check your most recent records, and then I can be on my way.
0: Is that necessary? I do have to finish preparing for dinner.
1: Unfortunately, it is. It shouldn't take long.
0: Very well. Follow me. (laughs) Here we are. You will find what you need in this filing cabinet. Thank you. Now, if you don't mind, I need to check in, Medita.
1: Take your time. I should be able to manage on my own.
0: You can find me downstairs once you are finished.
1: Will do. I started searching through the records. Everything there was in order down to the letter. I was close to calling this case a bust when I started to notice a strange pattern. Throughout the year, there may have been one adoption or transfer. Two tops. But once it hit December, they came more frequently. Just about one a week. That's a lot in a month. And that just didn't sit right in my gut. I jotted down the names of most of the recent adoptive parents and the orphanage where the kids were transferred to. It wouldn't hurt to do a little more digging. As I headed back downstairs to meet the superior, I ran into Amanda going to dinner. Amanda, here, uh, let me walk you down.
2: You don't believe me about the Krampus, do you?
1: Well, I'm not sure about any high Monsters, but maybe something weird going on. Say, would you like to help me?
2: Help you? How?
1: Can you keep a secret?
2: (laughs) I'm real good at secrets.
1: Good. I'm not really an inspector. I'm a private detective that was hired by a kid named Jacob to come check out the place.
2: You know Jacob? (laughs) He used to take care of me when he lived here.
1: He seems like the type. All right, Amanda. I'm here by naming you my junior detective. Here, take this. It's a long-distance two-way transmitter. Just push the button on the side and talk into this part, and I'll be able to hear you on my end. You can report in if you see anything strange.
0: Thanks, Mr. Jack. I hope I don't have to use it.
1: Same here. Now, off to dinner with you.
0: Did you find everything you needed?
1: Ho, 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 Oh, snuck up on me. Um, I did. Uh, everything looks to be in order. If anything comes up, I'll be in touch.
0: Very well. Auf Wiedersehen, Herr Tracer.
1: Und Merry Christmas. And a Merry Christmas to you. I still had a few connections down at the precinct that could look into these records for me. But it was late by the time I got back to Neon City, and they had already punched out. I was gonna have to wait until morning. My stomach was growling like a rabid dog, so I grabbed a quick bite, threw back a couple of whiskeys at the smoky cat, and went back to my office to grab a couple of winks. I had just dozed off when. What the hell? Hold it, chump.
2: Mr. Tracer, it's me, Jacob.
1: (sighs) Jesus, kid. What the hell were you thinking? That's a good way to get one in the head. I'm sorry. Haven't you ever heard of knocking? Mr. Tracer? You scared the shit out of me. Mr. Tracer!
2: What? Could you please put the gun
1: down? Oh. Sorry. Now, what the hell are you doing here? What did you find out at the orphanage? Do you believe me about the Krampus? Calm down. Working a case ain't that easy. You don't just walk into a place and find out everything you need. It takes time. But there isn't any time. I'm working on it. I have a few weak leads to look into tomorrow. And a set of eyes on the inside. A set of eyes? Some kid named Amanda. You saw Amanda? Is she okay? Easy. Look, k- kid. I hate to say it, but I think this whole thing may be in your head. Outside of some strange records and a piece of hair, there's not much to go on. So unless something big happens, I think this may be a bust. Mr. Jack! Mr. Jack, it's
2: here! I need you! Help!
1: Amanda? Amanda! Damn it! We've got to get out there! You're right, except for the wee part. You're staying here. I don't need you getting in the way.
2: I'm coming. I have to make sure Amanda is safe. Besides, I know that place like the back of my hand. I can help you get in. You need me.
1: <sighs> Shit. All right, kid. Let's go. I had the gas pedal through the floorboard, heading out to the orphanage. It was gonna take some time to get there. Time I hoped we had. We didn't even know if anything was happening. This kid could've gotten freaked out by a shadow or a tree branch scraping on the window. But I couldn't live with myself if something did happen. We eased partway down the drive and killed the lights. The place was pretty dark. I didn't see any movement. We just needed to get in to check on Amanda. If she's fine, then we leave and no one would be the wiser. Okay, kid. This part's yours. How do we get in?
2: There's an old secret underground passage just through those trees. It leads to a trap door in the basement.
1: A trap door in the basement? You gotta be into some shady stuff or something like that. The
2: basement door's near the stairs, so we should be able to get up there pretty quickly.
1: Alright, let's do this. one's Amanda's? That one there. Okay. Stay behind me. Amanda? Nothing. I checked the closet and under the bed and Amanda was nowhere to be found. And that's when I saw it. Hair. The same as I found on Stephanie's bed. But this time in a clump of ...laying next to some muddy footprints. They were big... ...and looked kind of like a... ...like a hoof. What the hell is going on here?
2: Mr. Tracer, look! There's a glow out in the woods. That's it! That's where it took Sid! Okay.
1: You stay here... ...in case Amanda comes back. But stay out of sight. Remember, we broke in... ...and last time I checked, that's still a crime. I didn't have time to go back the way we came, so I took a chance and stepped out the back door. A little ways into the yard, I found more of those footprints. When you know it, they were leading directly toward the glow in the woods. This just officially got fucked up. I quickly moved to the brush as the glow grew brighter. Trudging through the mud and wet trees is not the way I expected this holiday to go. I finally came upon a clearing with a fire in the center. Next to the fire was a long table and on it a few lengths of rope, a cleaver and a bunch of small jars. Something told me I was about to earn that $200. Just past the table were a bunch of small cages and inside one of them was Amanda. I was about to creep over to let her out when I saw something come out of the tree line from across the clearing couldn't believe my eyes. It was the Krampus. Its hoofed feet sloshed in the mud towards the cages. It stood looming over the cages as its hot breath steamed in the cold air. I had to do something and do it quick. I slid my gun out of the holster and was pulling back the hammer when when I came to The wall was a blur. I tried to stand, but realized that my hands had been tied together and secured to a stake in the ground behind me. I raised my head to see where I was, and there, right in front of me, stood the Krampus. Its face looked like a cross of a human and some sort of goat, with twisting horns jutting from its forehead, and its breath... It smelled like a locker room that had been filled with manure. Well, aren't you an ugly son of a bitch?
0: (sighs) That is quite enough of that. Guten tag, Herr Tracer.
1: You've got to be shitting me.
0: (laughs) I assure you, Herr Tracer, no one is
1: shitting you. Jacob was right about the Krampus, but, but you... Where the hell did you find that thing?
0: Ah, yes. I don't think you'll be needing that anymore. You can take that off now, Dieter.
1: What the hell is going on here?
0: You see here, Tracer. Dieter and I are one of the last of our kind. The Krampus is real. And we are the keepers of its soul. We keep it safe. For you see... The Krampus is so much more than the stories you've heard. He's more than a punishment for bad little boys and girls. He is man's punishment. Punishment for the evils that humankind has bestowed on this earth. With our help, he will arise and bring judgment to this world. The earth as we know it. With all its sins will be scorched, and a new way of life will be born. The Krampus will bring this world back to nature, where he will rule as king, and we shall rule by his side.
1: You are seriously one disturbed lady. But why take the kids?
0: He requires a sacrifice in his name. A sacrifice that comes in the form of a Feast.
1: A feast? Oh, God. You're eating them. <laughs> Tis the season. You sick bastards.
0: I should thank you. We were having a hard time deciding between Randall and Amanda for tonight's festivities. But since you showed up today poking your nose around and recruiting Amanda for help, we decided to take them both.
1: Randy. Where is he?
0: I'm sorry, but you just missed our main course. We saved little Amanda for dessert.
1: You psycho!
0: Now, if you will excuse us, I believe I am ready for seconds.
1: Let her go, and take me instead.
0: Oh, Herr Tracer, I wouldn't deprive you of missing this. Dieter is quite graceful when it comes to dressing a child. It's remarkable to watch. Mr. Jack, help! Help.
1: Mother Superior turned and crossed the table as Dito dragged the screaming Amanda out of her cage. The bastard threw her hard onto the table and started strapping her down. I had to think. I had to get out of these ropes somehow, and I had to do it fast. I tried loosening the stake on the ground, but the giant son of a bitch drove it in deep. It wasn't budging. I was losing time and fast. That's when I felt a hand grab my wrists. Hold still. Jacob, I thought I told you to stay put.
2: Lucky for you, I didn't listen. Here,
1: I'll cut you loose. Thanks. Now hand me that log. <laughs> uh! What
2: Jack! Uh!
1: Hey, Krapus. Huh? You just made the naughty list. Oh, uh, 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 oh, uh, oh, oh shit, the fire! <laughs> and to all, a good night. Jacob, are you hurt?
2: No, I'm okay. Mr. Jack!
1: Hold still. I'll cut you loose.
2: Thank you, Mr. Jack. You saved me.
1: Come on. Let's get you back to the house. I told the police everything, and they looked at me like I had just escaped the loony bin. They didn't come around until I took them to the clearing in the woods. It didn't take long to find the remains of the missing kids in a shallow grave nearby. The sergeant assured me that his officers would stay at the orphanage until a replacement for Psycho Superior could be brought in. Amanda and Jacob were standing on the porch as they headed toward my car.
2: Are you leaving, Mr. Jack?
1: I think I've had enough of this holiday spirit for one day. You know, you make one hell of a junior detective.
2: Here's your radio back.
1: Keep it. Give me a shout, if you ever need anything.
2: Thank you, Mr. Jack, for everything.
1: Jacob, are you ready to head back? Actually,
2: Mr. Tracer, I think I'm going to stay here tonight. I want to keep an eye on Amanda and the others. So yourself. Uh, Oh, and Mr. Tracer?
1: Yeah? Here's your money. Keep it. Consider it a donation to the Greenbrier Home for Lost Souls. Make sure they have a good holiday. Merry Christmas, kid. You know it's funny. Funny how a dud case can get foobard so quickly. One minute, you're hanging garland, making merry in your office. And the next, you're fighting a cannibal cult out in the woods. Life really knows how to stick it to you sometimes. So I was getting in the car... I turned to give Amanda and Jacob one last wave goodbye. And there, in the field, I saw something moving through the moonlight. It was big. Like, like really big. And I could see the silhouette of. horns? No, it couldn't be. It stopped at the edge of the tree line and turned back around. I rubbed my eyes to get a clear look, but when I looked back, it was gone. I chalked it up to a combination of exhaustion and possible concussion and headed back to Neon City. And, well, Christmas just wasn't the same after that year. Every twinkling light, every caroler, every ornament took me back to that night. If I'd only believed them, then maybe I could have done more. Maybe I could have done something sooner. Maybe that kid Randy would still be alive. Anyway, that's why i always be in a place like this on Christmas. Just trying to forget. Well, I guess there's always next year. Well, I should be going. I need to get some rest. I gotta keep my strength up if I'm ever gonna find my way back home. But uh, that's a story for a different time. Thanks for listening, friend. And, uh, Merry Christmas. The Arcane Files of Jack Tracer was co-created by Will Snyder and Rachel Craig and is an Evil Kitten production. The episode with The Case of the Krampus was written by Kevin Alves. Theme song is done by Daniel Carl with additional music by Kevin MacLeod and Dr. Saxlove. Jack Tracer is played by Will Snyder. Jacob was played by Spencer Davis. Mother Superior is played by Amanda Foreman. Dieter is played by Anthony Genovese. Amanda is played by Rebecca Wolf, And Randy is played by Elian Tobias. Please visit us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Neon Knights Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Jack underscore Tracer. If you listen to us on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating and a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. And finally, if you love the show, help us grow by sharing and subscribing to Neon Knights. Thank you for listening.